Welcome back to Talking Lead. This is episode 45. We are back in the Nashville Armory again. A lot of people request us to come back here. Oh, they do? Yeah. We've had requests? We've had requests to come back here. I know it wasn't Andrew. Uh, yeah. It's Andrew and Sean. They always want us to come back here. It is episode 45. Later in the show, we will talk about 45 so nobody gets ticked off at us. Do you know I got a new nickname on Facebook today? I had no idea. Yeah. Is they, it gargantuan? They, no. The guy said about the pictures when we went to the Beretta Gallery that he was glad they had arched doorways because I looked like the Jolly Gun Giant. Jolly Gun Giant. The Jolly Gun Giant. I'm going to take you it. Go. I like it. It's better than Zeke the Freak. Is that Triple G? <laughs> Triple G. Jolly Gun. No, that'd be a J. Jolly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> golly. I'll call you the Golly. <laughs> What'd you do with guns this week, left hand? Well, I got a new gun. What'd you get? I got a uh, rubber band shooter. Loads five rubber bands for rapid fire action made of real wood. This is from one of our listeners. He sent this to both of us. That's awesome. Do I get There's a whole big long that? letter that goes along with it. You want me to read it? Yeah, read it. It's a pretty funny letter. It's long, though. Now, you want me to read it? Here, I'll read it. All right, so it you says, yeah. Dear Talking Lead, in the interest of receiving an independent and unbiased review of our new product, we are seeking your expertise to conduct a T&E fair assessment of the new Joe O'Biden Roscoe Model P five-shot handgun. That would be this the five-shot rubber, rubber band, band gun. shooter. This weapon is designed to be 50-state compliant and should be, according to dear leader Obama, legal in all 57, in quote, states that he has visited as then-candidate Obama for the President of the United States. Also note that as part of the compliance protocol, we fruitlessly spent millions of taxpayer dollars to design and develop a weapon that is compliant when you sign up for the American Care Act, better known as Obamacare. <laughs> if the new Joe O'Biden Roscoe P. is purchased on or before December 31st, 2013, the weapon does not have to be disclosed as a real firearm on your application, even if you have been diagnosed with a pre-existing condition or are classified as an unstable psycho. Yeah, that's two pages <laughs> long. It's yeah, it's two we pages long, but yeah, I mean that's pretty much what uh, what they're going on. Uh, but I was really excited when I first started reading it. Of course, I didn't look and see what else was in the box. Yeah, uh, and then I opened it up and it was that wooden gun there. Nice. So. Did you do anything else with gun? No, I did some cleaning, and I had one of my buddies uh, that despises cleaning his guns dropped his. He bribes me with movies, so he brought a box of new movies and his guns uh, to clean his guns. So I've been watching movies and cleaning guns. I take bribes to clean guns, too. <laughs> so if anybody wants to give me stuff, I'll clean your guns. Well, with me, What'd you do? found a little honey hole of uh, hunting land. A buddy of mine, I'm not even going to say where in Tennessee, but somewhere in Tennessee has some land that hasn't been hunted in 20 years. Really? And I was kind of like, okay, tell me the address, everything, I'll check it out. And anybody that knows about hunting, some of the best places for deer, especially buck, is in saddles and land. That's where there's a low spot in between two ridges because they don't want to be caught on the skyline. So You've been Googling old. again, haven't you? No, I, I know that stuff. Okay. I looked, and there was two saddles on the land that were perfect, and then another place that you want to get a good buck is on an S-curve of a creek because there's usually a flat part in that S-curve where they'll cross. They'll get their water and they'll cross. Well, I looked at Google Earth, and there's a saddle, that, or there's an S-curve that leads right up into that saddle. So I'm pretty stoked about that. I'm going to go scout it this week. So is he going to give you dibs on the spot? Oh, yeah, he already has. He Where's said, my invitation? You're welcome to come. Hey, I just invited our guest that we're about to talk about, too. So Okay, so we're I get, all just going to have the, a big old... I get the saddle and the S-curve, though. <laughs> That's fine. But he's got 78 acres, so there's going to be plenty of spots for everybody. 
and there's a little hill, a woody hill that probably you know the uh, the Talking Lead Ranch is prime hunting land as well. We need to do that too. Actually, there's a lot it's of good 90, places there. Ninety-seven acres. There's a lot of really good places there. Yes, there are, and that hasn't been hunted in a long time. I know. Oh yeah, we're gonna be getting some bucks this year. You know, I've never got a buck. Never got a buck. All dough. I will get a buck this year. Last one I got was two years ago. The yeah. seven pointer. It's gonna happen this year. You, you won't get one this year because you just said you were gonna get. He just hexed no, himself. Did he just jinxed yourself? Well, I, yeah. said I, I said that last year, and I was done. Give it to him. Give it to him. Hex. Hex. Thanks. No good. Great. Now no, I canceled your hex, dude. Oh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> He'll do it again before the show's over. Yeah. So our guest that you hear is Mr. Marcus Fox, country artist with Outdoor Music Record Label at Alabama. Yeah, sweet home, Alabama. Sweet, sweet, sweet. So I was, you, you said you only got one new place to hunt. I'm pretty sure. That's right. You I got have two. I do have two to now. Come hunt today. Exactly. Exactly. Three, three. Technically, oh, if three. you throw in the Talking Lead Ranch, the Boneyard. I got another one, and maybe another one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got two. <laughs> We're all just, working on the same path. Talking oh, yeah. about Honeypot. Now you were here last night playing with Leonard Skinner, right? Yes, at the Ryman Auditorium downtown. Awesome. Historical Ryman Auditorium. Yes, the historic. All right, so I got a. You got to tell us. Describe your feeling when you walked on stage. I couldn't see butterflies. Uh, actually, it all nervous. happened so fast, and it just had to go because we had a certain window of time that we had to do things in, and it just went like it was just. It was yeah. like you know that's what I was supposed to do. It just all happened right there. Yeah. One, two, three, bam, bam, bam. So all your all training right. just kicked great. in, yeah. and boom, it just went right. <laughs> it's kind of automatic. It. Did you get sweet. to play with? The I did not get to Leonard. play with Skinner. Uh, I got to give away two guitars. Uh, that's awesome. To two vets. Awesome. And give them that that uh that therapy i guess that music brings to people you know uh-huh, and uh-huh. they weren't just like guitars you know some people give away the autograph guitars and guitars only like you know three four hundred bucks sure these were like four thousand dollar gibson les pauls awesome. and they were sweet and you got nice. to give those away and i got to give those to two uh two army vets that both served overseas and we're having some struggles coming back home. Sure. And uh, I got to hand them to him on stage with Skinner. And then. Good for you. Skinner yeah. did give uh, $10,000 to that organization last awesome. night. Now, what did you do with guns this week? I just bought a new gun. What'd you get? I'm actually waiting on it to come in right now. It's a Thompson Center Arms Encore. Nice. 308 caliber. I, I don't even know how to explain the stock on it. It's the craziest stock I've ever seen mm-hmm. with a pistol grip built in. It's crazy. Yeah. I can't even. I don't even know how to explain it. Is I it the one him. with the thumb hole? It's, yeah, it's got a yeah. thumb hole. It's yeah. it's crazy, but I fell in love with it. Uh, my uncle has one, and uh, he has it in 243, and I fell in love with it when he got it, and I was like, I need one of those in a higher caliber, sir. Nice. So, uh, he owns <laughs> an outfitter cool. store in North Carolina, and I called him up and we traded a gun back and forth and mm-hmm. talked about it a little bit and should be at my front doorstep come uh, when you I get back home. home. That's nice. what I'm hoping. It's a good thing. we got another guest here, too, the guy that introed us. Uh, we've been friends with for a little while. We've been trying to get him on the show for a while. Finally snagged him. Come up for this one, Mr. Gabriel. How's it going? Former Marine. Yep. Just solid all-around badass. Try to be. Yep. <laughs> right. talk about my motorcycle club? No, yeah. not yours. Mine. We'll talk about mine. You talk about you yours one? all day long. All right, we'll yeah. talk about yours. Well, technically, it's not mine, but they came to the show last night, and uh, it's the Vietnam Vets Legacy Vets Motorcycle Club. Oh, okay. It's a three-piece patch club, and they, they all rode up, and uh, I got to ride in the pack with them yesterday. Oh, nice. We all, me and... Yeah, it was a lot of fun. We both got cool. to ride with them, and... Uh, Cool. They Be came cool. up and supported it, and they're just—they've been so good since we started. They're all vets, and they—they they work towards veteran causes. That's all—that's what their whole mission is about. So, awesome. They—they they get as many people as they can. We didn't have 
a whole lot of folks here yesterday, but uh, the reason, as, as, as we're planned, because they had two brothers that got killed last week on their motorcycles, oh, so uh, a lot of them went to the funeral and couldn't come up here, too, so... Uh, but we're great that they had we had i think we had about 25 30 guys it, it was great ride great awesome. ride. first time for me to ever pack. ride in a pack like That's that cool. it was pretty sweet yeah, yeah we pretty much own the highway what did yes, you do with guns did. this week gabe what did i do with guns this week uh now you got a new job right i did i that did involves guns it does involve guns yeah i uh i'm currently managing the gun shop in columbia called Northside gun shop cool. and uh right now i'm doing custom builds for people ars and glocks so this week i worked on a few ar builds nice awesome. so, having a good time with that you Very know cool. you know we're working on one here for the show we're gonna yeah. doing a 300 blackout build oh that's right that's right you told yeah. me about that yeah so you can uh, you can help us out with that yeah yeah i got some hookups awesome then gabe went with us on the little knob creek trip with sam our uh super secret squirrel member of uh talking Lead. yeah and yeah. uh we were at the range at the five star retreat yep oh uh, yeah before five star. Before I headed out to Virginia, uh, yeah, Sam we got to get him out I. to five star. Oh yeah, five star is gorgeous, baby. Awesome, awesome area. I've got to be on here more. Yeah, you do. Right, this this you got to be we, talking. Yeah, we yeah. just we need to get a longer table. I'll come see. <laughs> yeah, <to you>. exactly. <laughs> this is awesome. Let's do the jack wagon train. Hey, Ralph, Semper Fi, do or die, hold them high at eighth and I. It is time for the talking lead jack wagon of the week. So brace yourself, baby. Thank you, R. Lee. And this week's Jack Wagon of the Week, I think it's obvious to every gun owner and gun enthusiast out there. Are you going to go down that road? Yeah, I'm going to go down that road. Even though he got on there and and defended himself and said, you know, that they're blowing this out of proportion. Did he defend himself or did the, the no. real editor? No, he was defending himself. Really? Yeah, he made the statements himself. I don't know how he can defend that, though. Well, because the, he didn't say it. He's saying, I didn't say it. The guns and ammo guy? I thought you were talking about Tom Cruise. No, no. Oh, okay. I don't believe anything that guy says anyway. Tom Cruise? Yeah, he's Tom out of Cruise his mind. Yeah, he's nuts. Tom Cruise has got a tentative one until we have all the uh, the evidence. All the, all the facts. The the he, he allegedly said that being an actor is harder than being, a, being in the war in Afghanistan. Really? If he Actually, really said that. Yeah. I think I have it. Wait, who said that? It, it, well, well, allegedly said it. He's Tom Cruise he allegedly said that. Yeah. Said that what he does training on a day-to-day basis. He said he didn't say that. Is yeah. is harder than what the guys do over there. Yeah. Wow. Overseas, which if, is complete garbage. That's absolute garbage. garbage. If he said I was looking. I was actually going to say a different word, but yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you shouted. We can garbage. believe it. Yeah. See, yeah. they believe yeah. things. Yeah, we believe things. Yeah. So if you can believe, you can say things. whatever you want. Sweet. We yeah. put neat little sound <laughs> effects over it. I've been it sounds s- like a turd dropping in the toilet. Uh, it's like bloop. So we could do one of your guitar chords to cover yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. I've been I've week. been sweating that because I'm <laughs> have a mouth of. I mean, I'm a marine too. So yeah. So I have we'll a filthy mouth. Trust me, we do too. So Tom Cruise has got an alleged tentative spot on the jack he's got a reserve seat if it turns out to be yeah i was talking about the uh former editor guy from guns and ammo yeah basically on the in the december december episode in the december issue said some anti-gun statements pretty much saying high capacity magazines should be banned and he he quickly got fired he was basically jumping on the the bandwagon to to regulate and it's pretty wild we've had a lot of response from listeners saying that they've They've read his stuff for years and never even, you know, sensed anything like that coming out. And then he just went on a tirade in his last editorial and got quickly fired. I'm still on the fence with Guns and Ammo, though. The editor? Yeah, because they came out and they said, uh, you know, we apologize. We quickly dealt with it. He's fired, blah, blah, blah. I should have caught this when I read it. 
Well, that to me is like, wait a minute, you read this and you still let it get printed? What's going on there? Yeah, if, he's, kinda, if, if he's up in the higher echelon of things, he you probably know, but at the same time, yeah. you know, why not let this guy introduce this controversy and then, you know, let's get it. He, obviously, he got it out there and got people talking about it again, you know. So yeah. that sounds I'm not like saying that. that that's a home for him, but at the same time, you know, um, this editor guy that was that was trying to put all the blame on him. Uh-huh. You know, obviously he's still there. You know, I, I think anybody that knew think, it was going to get printed. I think that was his whole point was he wanted he wanted to stir up a can of worms and see where, see where this article led. Well, that's kind of like that whole Bob Costas thing. After so many years of broadcasting sports, all of a sudden he has a problem with the Redskins. Yeah, all of a sudden yeah. the name is is racially motivated. After all these years of covering it, now he's right. got a problem. Yeah. Right, right. I don't know figure. Yeah, people not sticking true to what they believe, trying yeah. to be something they're not, and then well, and and guns and, and ammo has in not it. had the greatest uh, greatest subscription rates as of late, just because they're turning into a magazine that. But they've been around more since of a what, giant the advertisement. Sixty? Oh, they're oldest. Yeah, they're, I think. they're one of the oldest magazines. Them and Field and Stream. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But you've got magazines like Recoil and a lot of the um, the the other magazines like Specialty Weapons, Tactical Weapons. They're coming out and they're they're seems like there's over. a new or new bunch of magazines out every month. There are. Yeah, there's one uh, that came out, um, Gun Up Magazine. They also I haven't heard of that. Yeah, one. Gun Up. They also have a website. They uh, Gun Up. Yeah, Shelly Ray is uh, the editor of that magazine. I know her really well. She's a nice girl. Nice. they got a good magazine publication. They're extremely pro-gun, extremely pro-Second Amendment. Real good outfit. Yeah. Well, Mr. What's Metcalf. What's your, Marcus, what's your... Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, yeah. Let's, no, go let's ahead. get rid of the jack wagon. Yeah, here. so Metcalf, welcome to the uh, jack wagon train. What's his first I think name? Tom Cruise should be in there just because. Yeah. Whether he said it or not. Yeah. Just because he's, he's, yeah, he's, he's freaking weird. He screwed it up with Katie Holmes. I mean... Uh, <laughs> And, and, and Nicole Kidman. And Nicole, and Nicole Kidman. Kidman. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. She's hotter than... And, and you know Rod, or, and who's, who's Nicole Kidman married to now? Uh, the country urban... Keith Urban. Keith, Keith Urban, urban. Yeah. 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 An Australian dude. What yeah. an idiot. They live here in Nashville, too. They sure do. Yep. Yeah. So, Marcus, we ask a few questions yeah. uh, to everybody that comes on the show uh, that are gun-related. And you want to start it off with, Dan? Yeah. So, Marcus, turn your phone off. Sorry. <laughs> no, just, go ahead and answer if you need to. Nah. If it's a good, juicy one, we'll leave it on here. <laughs> yeah, let's put it on here. So you're a young guy. 24. Compared to us, you're you're very young compared to me. How did you get involved with gun? What's your earliest recollections of, of firearms? And I remember my I grew up down in South Alabama, so we've always been hunting all my life. It's the way of life. It's, just, it? it's just the way of life. I didn't know before I went to the Marine Corps, my grandpa used to, uh, he was in the Army, my great-grandfather was in the Marine Corps and the Army World War II. My uncle was in the Marine Corps uh, in Vietnam. and uh, So we always shot. We always went hunting. Everything was, was pretty much revolved around firearms. There's one. And uh, my grandpa used to keep them. He had a little box under the kitchen table. So uh, when the area that they lived in turned kind of bad, mm-hmm. he had a gun hidden everywhere. And as right. he got older, we couldn't. We couldn't find all the guns that he had hidden throughout the house, so sure. we'd just be cleaning something up, and then a gun, <laughs> find a gun, a loaded gun fall out, you know, out of a, out of a one of my grandma's old purse pockets or something like that. That's and you're cool. like, well, we've been looking for this for two years, and we finally found it. So, nice. but uh, we did that. He used to take me, uh, he got me a, a Daisy Red Rider BB gun, the old school Red Rider BB oh, guns, yeah. not the new school ones. Yeah, that, the, the ones, ones lever you, action. The, the ones, ones you put the, your eye out. Yeah, yeah, the ones you put, yeah. the ones that actually kill a squirrel. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Not the ones now that'll... When you can pump like a hundred yeah. times. So would you, would you say that was your first blind. firearm? That was my first firearm. Uh, Interesting. That's that's like third or fourth person who's... Oh, yeah. Who's that was mine. Yeah, that was mine too. He set me up 
uh, he took a piece of rubber tube, like radiator hose, uh-huh. sometimes a little bit smaller, and uh, he put a piece of red electrical tape on it, and he'd set them up all over the yard, uh-huh. and he'd take me, you know, a good little distance away and turn me around a couple times and then say, go, and I'd have to shoot them, and I'd have to start at the first one and then find them and go all the way down. If I missed one, we'd have to set them all back up, and I'd have to start. That sounds like sure. the beginnings of Top Shot. Yeah. That sounds Top Shot. Pretty started. <laughs> it's pretty, uh, pretty cool. You didn't have a celebrity who was a consultant on Top Shot. That that training right there would actually help me when I got to the Marine Corps. I didn't, I didn't know that's what he was. You know, he was just trying to make me uh, proficient in marksmanship and teach mm-hmm. me about it. And I didn't. Now I'm so thankful for him yeah. doing that way back in the day. You know, cause absolutely. See yeah. these. Other, I already had some bad habits. You see the guys that come in the Marine Corps from like New York and stuff like that that've never shot before. Mm-hmm. Sure. They shoot really good because they don't have bad habits. Then you have the other guys that can't hit the shot of a barn <laughs> right. 15 yards. Gabe, you're laughing like that was you. No, that no, was, that was Gabe. I, I'm not Secretly. gonna. I did. I did uh, pizza box out of boot camp. Ouch. Yeah, but I made Are it for it. I, ne- I, 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 I oh, cross rifled every other. That's time just as good that. as Unkin, man. Are you kidding? You should have never told me that. <laughs> now you, you, you know you got to fill us in. What's that. pizza boxing out of boot camp? You get a pizza box, which uh-huh. would be marksman, marksman, uh-huh. and then you have sharpshooter, and then uh-huh. you have expert, and. The expert is two cross rifles with a wreath. Yep. Uh, sharpshooter is an iron cross. Yeah, iron cross. Iron cross. And marksman, which is the lowest you can get, which <laughs> out of 250 is like a 180. Uh-huh. It, it uh, wasn't that bad. Uh, out of a 180. 180 to 200 out of yeah. 250 uh-huh. for, all, for the qualifying range. Gotcha. You get this big square... And it's a target, but it looks like a, a Pizza, pizza Hut pizza box. Yeah. <laughs> so they call so, it a pizza box. That's when you look awesome. at somebody's uniform from the Marine Corps, you see that they have a pizza box. That's awesome. Just like our friend here. <laughs> yeah. Which leads into our second question. Yes. Military law enforcement experience. I served four years in the United States Marine Corps. Okay. 3rd Battalion, 9th Marines. I was infantry. I spent, uh, went to Iraq in 2009 in Afghanistan in December 2010 came back home in July 2011 thank you for your service yes sir, yes, sir. I got out in uh, November 2011 thank you for your service yes. we call those boots because he's so much hey, but this boot, than me this boot had an expert <laughs> rifle badge out of boot camp thank you very much and that's new core I mean I was in the old core yeah new core mm-hmm. what's your most memorable uh, experience while you served there's a lot of them yeah <laughs> There's several. What what's uh, one comes to mind right quick? Right when I said that, what, right what were you thinking quick. of? Quick. I know. There's like, don't oh, filter dude. yourself. Don't You're filter filtering yourself. yourself right now. All right. So uh, I don't really pay attention to NFL football. Right. This is kind of non-service related, but it was with the guys that I was in the Marine Corps with, and uh, they were diehard New Orleans Saints fans. We were coming back from leave, and they were playing the Super Bowl. It was the night they won the Super Bowl, and we got they brought back hand grenade mix <laughs> and some backwoods buy you coon ass moonshine oh, man. and i was like you know you come back from from leave like we had just done that sunday and checked in and you know you got to go back to work you're away from your family probably won't get to come home for three or four months again and see them pretty down so i started drinking heavily oh uh anyways as the night went on i, I don't really remember exactly <laughs> what happened but the next morning i woke up with a paper towel taped to my leg and uh i was hung over and laying in the bed it was freezing cold it was like it was february it was super yeah. bowl time and i woke up and i pulled up the paper towel was duct taped to my leg okay <laughs> i pulled off the paper towel uh-huh. and there was a red 
Florida Lee in the paper towel and the light from the, the light outside my room and I looked at it and I came down and there was like this jelly stuff all over my leg. <laughs> it was petroleum jelly. And as I turned the light on they give you a tat? I got a Saints oh, Florida Lee word. tat. <laughs> no, awesome. He has a full size that is Saints awesome. tattoo on his calf. <laughs> That's that's a good four inch tattoo. That's, that's a big one. That's pretty yeah. memorable, isn't it? Yeah, I was. Uh, I, yeah, you could say I was not a happy camper when I got up. Uh, then I look back at it now, and it's good times with great friends and brothers, you know. And and that's a really really good story. Yeah, yeah. So that doesn't mean saints to you. That means that experience. Yeah, that experience. That's that cool. Yeah. Bad thing was the guy. That, I do remember this about the tattoo shop. We went to Taco Bell, and then I came back. And this guy had a pinky nail that was, like, out to here. On cocaine the, uh, nail. Cocaine. Yeah, and he was sitting there, and he just got done tatting somebody up, and he walked in the bathroom. He said, you know, guys, I just got to run in here real quick. He shut the door and opened it right back up. Oh, and it was like, no. all right, guys, I'm ready to go. You know? Get recharged. I, I was like, man, I have never taken a piss that fast in my life. So was, you definitely – and, I, you know, I was so so hammered, I didn't I was didn't really care. But it's actually a good quality tattoo, though. Uh, you got to look at it real close. Yeah. It, from a distance, it's, it's a good we from know far. We know a guy. Far from good. That could uh, doctor that up for you. Yeah. Well, yeah. I got another one that needs to get finished. Nice. The guy that was doing it uh, ended up – passing away in between sessions so oh man uh i've never got it finished uh, so it's a full sleeve too on my, cool. on my arm all right so when it comes to pop culture what is your go-to gun related source whether it be a movie a book a song tv show video game video i have to say uh i have a bunch of movies on my computer that i watch uh from when i was in afghanistan i stole them off other people's mm-hmm. hard drives borrowed and, yeah. but yeah borrowed yeah. Yeah, borrowed shared them. permanently <laughs> yeah we shared with some other movies some good movies uh but we uh shooter yeah, oh, yeah. Mark, mark Wahlberg. Wahlberg. we um we watched that when we were getting lessons from the pmis in boot camp they wow. showed us that movie i know right that's a, a movie in boot camp yeah but they they showed us not the whole movie but clips from the movie to help us get you know motivated to go out to the range the next day and the right. you know marines were the best marksmen in the world and things like that so it, that that movie is probably i watch it all the time nice i know every, everybody that comes over is like we're watching shooter again tonight <laughs> that, that might have made the shut up dude if i had got to watch a movie when i was in marine corps is that what it would, it would maybe Marky i would have got to shoot better i don't think That's so right. no, no. <laughs> you can either watch the movie or go to sleep i think this next movie he's got coming out is going to be amazing oh, wow. yeah it's going to yeah. be extremely Such awesome, awesome. Uh, well, horrible tragedy yes. sure sure horrible yeah. tragedy but but so I'm just a, talking about as far as he yeah. goes as an actor and yeah. in movies and roles. I, I'm really looking forward to I was reading an article he wrote, and he was like, it's such a humbling experience that he he said it was to play Marcus Luttrell and to meet him and to try to get into mm-hmm. his character. And I can't imagine that because <laughs> no. that's one hell of a man right there. Well, it's yeah. like we were telling you before uh, the show started. We got to meet him last week when we went to Dallas, and it really is. It's humbling to know his story, and you're sitting there talking to him. You're going, wow, this is the guy that went through all that. Crawled seven yeah. miles on his stomach i can't even, i can't even fathom shot blown up yeah, not only that they killed traumatized like a, with the death of all his 160 teammates. of the 200 yep that were there mm-hmm. of the of the taliban that, that came in four guys unreal four guys Unbelievable. 165 guys killed that's ridiculous it's kind of like yeah. some chosen reservoir type stuff yeah. is there or has there ever been a gun in your arsenal 
that there's a little bitty part of you that's kind of embarrassed to say, yeah, I, I, I own that once. Mm. No little pink revolvers. No, no pink or... revolvers. No. <laughs> um, no lore I, I don't even know what this gun was. High point? It, it, no. <laughs> commemorative was... Saints gun, maybe? <laughs> yeah, commemorative. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you're funny. Pizza box sitting over there. Uh, you just go back over and there. The punches go wild. You know, maybe if you, you you stare at it hard enough, you can eat you a slice of pizza. You know I mean? Almost got it, that all over myself right now. It was, John's uh, on speed dial. That actually sounds good right now. Yeah. John? Yeah. Squirrel. Squirrel. It, I can't even tell you the uh, name. Revert to the know. backup question. Yeah, revert question. to the backup question. Okay, the backup It was really girly, though. It had these crazy rose designs on it. It had a pearl handle. Oh, really? Yeah, but I could not even tell you what it was. Was it was a revolver? A, no, it was a... Uh, was it a 38 Super? It was a 380. 380? But yeah. it was like it was as big as my hand. It may have been a Lorsen. Yeah. I, I don't <laughs> was know. It was heavy? crazy. Yeah, it was really heavy. Uh, it was probably Lorsen. Yeah. Lorsen or a Cobra, was, one of the two. I don't, it, doesn't have, it had nothing on it but the engraving. It was old. Oh, wow. I got to shoot a Lorsen so, for the first time. A couple uh, weeks ago, yeah, about a week ago, That's it wasn't funny. as bad as I thought it was going to be. It was actually as bad as I talk about. <laughs> it actually put up some pretty good groups. It put better groups up than the Keltec PF9. Now, is, it, is, it, <laughs> is there one you have that you wish you had back? Yes, I had a Benelli Supernova. Oh, nice shotgun with a pistol grip. Nice, uh, and it was fully decked out, camo dipped. Man, it was. It was awesome. I and love I actually Nova. traded it for a seven hundred dollar pair of boots. What? <laughs> what? They were they were Cayman skin boots. Lucasies? No. No. They were actually Ariots. Really? Yeah, but they I didn't were Ariot had any of them. Yeah. Wow. And they're I, I wish I had it back. I've tried to get in contact with the guy. The funny story about that gun is me and a couple of my buddies were sitting in my my room on leave one time talking to my dad. We were getting ready to head out that morning and I had the shotgun sitting right here. We were getting ready to go duck hunting. Got back to the base and uh I was sitting here talking. My dad was explaining this story to all of us about something that happened. With he had a confrontation with a guy somewhere, and uh, he grabbed my head to to kind of show you know what had happened in the whole thing. When he right. grabbed my head, he he pushed it down like he did to the guy in the confrontation. When he did, he slammed my face down oh, on the no. barrel. Ow. That was sitting right there, so it cut oh. the inside of my eye right here. So I had to go back to work, you know, go back to the, what happened to you on leave, man? Oh. What, why do you have a big black eye? What did you get your ass whooped? Yeah. <laughs> like, no, my dad slammed my head and on the barrel of my shotgun. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I love my Nova. I just got it when, what, about four months ago? Right before I, Dove season. I yeah. killed more deer with that the, the three years I had that than any really? other gun I've ever owned. Nice. And I actually <laughs> bought it because I was a friend of mine wanted to take me duck hunting, mm-hmm. and I'd never been duck hunting, yeah. and I got the short barrel. Because I do a lot of deer hunting. Right. Uh, down in Alabama, we, you know, duck oh, hunting's yeah. not really the... I was never Playing. raised in it, yeah. yeah. So uh, in a place I was hunting on the wild game public land hunting in North Carolina, was really thick, and I'd had my rifle there, and I jumped an eight-point, huge eight-point. And he... I did, You know, I couldn't find him in my scope trying to pull it up all that fast. It happened. So I was like, man, I need to bring the shotgun out here. Next day, I marked the spot with a little reflective belt i stuck in the tree i came back the next day shot a spike because i jumped them in the same spot and as i pull back up to my spot there's two guys sitting on their truck my eight uh, points tied to the back of it uh, i said where'd you guys kill that he was like you see that marker up there somebody left he's somebody like we walked, left. we walked in the woods about 200 yards from there and it opened up into a pretty nice little clear and we walked up and would you believe that deer jumped up right in front of us and i was like nope. no no 
I could have never known. Was it your land? No, it was public land, uh, so it's not. Dang. It's public land. Talked about your uh, gun you wish you had back. Tell us now, as far as bucket list goes, what's the primo number one gun on your list right now that you'd like to... really want a 1911. Uh, I have a Smith & Wesson Sigma 40 right mm-hmm. now that's mounted underneath my steering wheel. Uh, but I, I don't... Uh, Any particular type of 1911? I'm, st- I'm really looking. I shot the Kimber. I love the Kimber. I love them a lot, but I don't love the price a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, They're a lot on the price. But I haven't really found... Tell you what, a man like you, you get Lariat. <coughs> is that the boot company? Lariat. Lariat? Get Ariat. the Lariat. Yeah, whatever. I'm actually wearing Luke Casey's right now. <laughs> Whoever. Get a boot listening. company like that to sponsor. These are elephant you can skin. boots for guns. I want the ostrich Luke Casey's. Oh, yeah. 500 bucks. No, dude. Get the elephant skin. Really? I'm, and why? I tell you that. I'll show it to you. What's interesting about elephant skin is that it's illegal to kill oh. elephants, but elephant testicles are okay to <laughs> harvest. So those boots are probably actually made from elephant testicles. Well, I mean, that's, you know what they got? You know what, you know what they told me at Luke Casey? They said you'll never buy another pair of boots. It's the toughest leather you can we've, buy. We've because got, it's elephant testicles. We've got the elephant. owner of the Nashville Armory looking at us like, these guys are never going to come back here again. <laughs> hey, it's legal to harvest. He's just he's just trying to cover up the fact that he got a pizza box in boot camp. Back to this again. Back to this again. You should have never told me that. You know, I should have never told you that. It's it's not illegal to hunt elephants. You can get a permit, and you can hunt them. In certain parts of Africa, it's illegal. To you just ruined the story. Left hand. Hey, well, the only reason we know story. that is because we went to the Beretta Gallery, and the the manager there was talking about it. Was talking about it. I still would never he had hunt pictures. An That's the one this. hunt that I've seen done, and I'm like, yeah, I would. There's either. something about it that I'm like, oh, I don't. know How about if the I guy do. that tried to kill the lion and it dove at him? And yeah. his guide shot the lion, and the lion fell on the guy. Have you that seen that cool. video? Yeah. I wouldn't want to be the one getting the lion on me. No. But I think they were elephant hunting. I want to do a water mistaken. buffalo hunt. They say that's like one of the most dangerous animals out there when you're hunting them. A water like, buffalo? Yeah, because yeah. if you hit them, they will find charge you and you. charge yeah. you. They use, the guides it usually a have a higher power. Too, yeah. 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 300, 300 wing mag. Oh, yeah. Easily. At least. Yeah. So tell us a little bit. You've got a new album that just came out, right? I do. I do. It's called Thinking Out Loud. Okay. It's on iTunes. You sh- people always spell my name wrong. Always. How do you spell it's it? M A R K U S. K. See, I everybody already spell. Everybody always spells it with a C, but it's a K. Yeah. So. so I'm glad you told me because yeah. this iTunes episode is not autocorrect. iTunes autocorrect. I mean, iTunes. It's Marcus M A R K U S. Yeah. Okay. So if you want to look it up, Fox F O X. That's pretty simple. You can't miss that's that. No, Just you do can't Fox and then yeah. boom. There we go. So they can go on iTunes and they can find it, right? Yes, you can okay. right now. It is. It is up there. It's 4.95 for all five songs. That's Just a bargain. A, yeah. Oh, there's so, five songs. There's five songs. Oh, so it's see, fine. it's about average pricing. <laughs> uh, yeah, just most about. albums are what 10, 10, 10 11 songs. Ten, eleven gotcha. songs. Uh, actually, nowadays most of the so- the ones that are released, it's all digital. Nobody does CDs anymore. Uh, just a certain few right. do CDs, and uh, so now everything's digital. So you don't really sell an album; you sell an EP, mm-hmm. and that's just usually like six to eight songs, and that's pretty much. That's how they do it these days. There's no more CD or record sales or anything like that. It's digital sales. Now you got a website too, right? I do too. It's MarcusFox.com actually, nice. and I'm on with Facebook a with a K. And we've I got- sound like that girl off Sweet Home Alabama. That's always like, I'm Christina with a K. <laughs> Marcus with Every a K. Every time, Marcus with a K. You heard like that stand-up comedian we heard on the way to Dallas. 
where he's like, I hate it when I meet a girl and she's like, oh, my name's Amy. And he says, A-M-Y? And she's like, no, it's A-I-Y-M-E-I. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, they got to be different. Blame we got a couple mama. songs that we're going to play. Yes. Uh, first no, one. we don't. Marcus is going to play. Uh, All right, so first we'll play I'll Be Around. Yep. So here's I'll Be Around. Stone with the neon lights, drinking anything to get her off my mind. Barkeep sets them up as I throw them down. She don't want to see me now. I'll be right here till they throw me out. Then, well, I'll be around. Be around the whiskey if she ever missed me. I won't be hard to find Be around the cold beer Yeah, right here on night I'll be around the jukebox And non-stop listening to those country sounds Sure as there is a closing time I'll be around Right here to help me get by Jim, bring me Jack Gonna be a hell of a night But that rock gutter whiskey burn Won't sell away Now she don't wanna see me now I'll be right here Till they throw me out Then I'll still be around I'll be around the whiskey If she ever miss me I won't be hard to find Be around a cold beer Yeah, right here all night Be around a jukebox Non-stop listening to those country sounds Sure as there is a closing time I won't be hard to find Be around a cold beer Yeah, right here all night Be around a jukebox Non-stop listening to those country sounds Sure as there is a closing time I'll be around So tell us a little bit about that song. How'd that come about? Um, it was right after I got back from Afghanistan. Okay. Bought a plane ticket for a girl to come see me when I got off the bus. She didn't come. So I went in this uh, about a month-long drinking binge. And uh, it's more of a celebration than... You know what I mean? Women. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so I wrote this song on a bar napkin. Carried it around for like two years. Country songs never come about that way, right? Long drinking binges and bar napkins. Bar napkins. Um, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> Women. Um, E-Harmony. That's the way to go. I carried that around for two years, and I came up here to a songwriting conference, and me and uh, James Breedwell 
sat back in a in a room and finished writing it and i played it for the guys in my label and we liked it so we cut it and i think it turned out to be <laughs> amazing yeah, uh, with the with the final production yeah, and an it awesome was song, dude, dude. uh had chris lucinger on it to play lead uh he played the session for garth brooks's songs oh, nice. back in the day and he's just an awesome guy to work with walt aldridge well we had a great session crew that came in there and it was just a, everything flowed so good and mm. i is down in muscle shoals at noise block and gary baker let us come it's down there and record dad's and, family's from around there sheffield so, sheffield yeah. did, you go, we were, did you record at that little studio right on the river no, we no, I didn't do it there. We went to Noise Block. It's downtown. Okay, right, gotcha. right next to the river. Um, but it was, dude. I love that. But the vibe was great. The people were awesome. The you know the staff was phenomenal. Awesome. We had a great time in there, and I look forward to going back to the next album. So we heard a, a recording here. How are you live? Huh? We'll find out. I'll let you. I'll let now. you guys think for yourself once you hear it. How All about right. that? All right. So the next one we're gonna play. This one's more. Military, based. yeah, this uh, military. It's, I was leading uh, into the live one. What are we not doing live? We're gonna do that one last. We'll do that one last. It's edgier. Yeah. Oh, okay. Edgier. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Edgy. Really, you're gonna like it when you hear it. <laughs> a whole lot. This is called "I'm Still Coming Home." Uh, PTSD obviously is a big problem mm-hmm. these days. Nobody knows yeah. about it. Uh, hopefully, you won't edit this. Edit this out, but uh, mm. more people are worried about the reality stars, like the ones behind us back there. And the look at her. She looking at look you. Look at them go. She got your eyes. No, they weren't just doing like a little strip dance there. <laughs> Getting there down. Oh, now we're, now we're definitely going to make it on Look TV. At that. Yeah, we're on TV doing a radio <laughs> show. Something about that makes me nervous. Yeah. Uh, two dumb bimbos with a gun. <laughs> that will not get That's a reality out. show. That will stay in the show. <laughs> that is a reality show right there. Um, That's what makes it a reality show. Yeah. Well, I'll, right. sitting here you trying to talk about PTSD. See, you guys should have me on every week. We should. I agree. <laughs> I think if you put, we need to create to. a Marcus Fox segment. Every Marcus, <laughs> dude, Sam, and Gabe all together. Oh my over. gosh! Oh, wait till if you we meet got Sam. The three of you. That's oh. our TV show. Yeah, yeah, there you go. When Let's you meet Sam, you'll that's get it. I'm shit. so down. Yeah, that's it. Don't play with me. <laughs> our three personalities together is unreal. Sweet. He's going to be, be the music band leader. I don't think America could handle that. They really could be the man on the street. They really couldn't. Mm-mm. You get three ridiculously good-looking combat veterans together. Maybe two. Be really good Sam. Well, <laughs> so here is I'm. Well, well, we didn't talk about it. Well, yeah. it's uh, PTSD is a real big problem, and nobody knows or cares to talk about the fact that 6,500 veterans or service members kill themselves each year. Wow, that's 18 a day. 6,500. 6, a year. Yeah. 5,200 have died in the war so far. Yeah. In Iraq and Afghanistan, that is unacceptable. I think and it should be included. It because it's it's remnants it, of what it is. It really is, yeah. and we're more worried about what color Nicki Minaj's hair is, or right. like these dumb bimbos back what behind her, us. What, her belt what says. they're doing, how crazy they're acting, yeah, uh, on stage or Jersey Shore, the Real Housewives, when and they won't even put it at the bottom of a newscast on a major news station, so mm. nobody knows about it. And they let out a good friend of mine take his life Friday evening, oh. uh, and well, his his wife left him and. Uh, said when you get your PTSD figured out, you can see me and your daughter again. Man, and you know, Jeez. like it's just nobody knows. And I treat actually, it like it's a venereal disease or something. Yeah, That's ridiculous. Yeah, sent sent us all a group text message that uh, you know said where he was, and uh, he said he hoped he didn't see us in hell. Uh, it was pretty rough, but they finally made it to him, and it was too late. So uh, it stinks. It was not good, and there's you know 
nobody talks about it. Right. So that's what I'm trying to do with my music too, is to trying to help people understand. Well, mm-hmm. You people know, like you, and in shows like this, that we try to help make it more, you know, more public we'll awareness see. of it. Yeah, we'll see. And what 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 kind of pisses me off a little bit is I did these news interviews last night with this show. And as I watch them, they edit out all the things that I said. Oh yeah, really? And make it sound. Oh no, they, it's going well, in. You know, they yeah. cut about they they cut out like I just said Nicki Minaj's hair color. Well, you cut it out because it's not what people want to hear, but it's what people need to hear. Yeah. Because that, unfortunately, you're more worried about some girl that sings, and really yeah. doesn't do anything for this country. Gets and, butt implants. Yeah, yeah, butt implants, and and so acts, I don't know who Nicki Minaj and is. sets yeah. a standard for people to look up to. That's not that great That's i'm not sad. just singling nikki and you know i just said nikki well, there's because that yeah. well, there's it's the stereotype that, yeah. you're, that you're focusing and, in and, and you're right you know it's the kardashians it's yeah. you know those types like that like it's, it's creating a a lazy just group of americans that think okay well you know they're doing this so i can act like right. this too well people are more concerned about bruce jenner wanting to get a sex change who, who gives a flip who, yeah who cares that's a little weird bruce jenner's wanting to get a sex change i saw that somewhere what yeah. star magazine Whoa. isn't really a quality place <laughs> to find news. Hey, hey. Well, i'm at the checkout line at walmart and that's that's what's yeah. gonna read you know i don't think I read, you can yeah. count that as god's word right there they also I said that they saw elvis well, have you seen the pictures of in downtown Cowboys. memphis i don't think i don't know about that no. uh, and you know uh, along the lines of what he's saying, one of the big things that, that it really is, and it's not just the general population that fails to recognize PTSD, it's actually the government that fails to recognize it. Because when we come home, the first thing they do is just push us into the VA with a bunch of pills and tell us and to they, go home. And you know, I can't tell you, the worst feeling in the world is when that doctor prescribes you crazy medication. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it makes you feel about that big. Yeah. As you just sat here and poured your heart out to this man, trying to get help mm-hmm. for yeah. the things you've been through, and he just says, "Okay, well, take this and you, you'll pill. be okay." Yeah. And that um, pill, actually, that pill that they give you has caused more suicides, and the the side effect of it is suicidal thoughts, yeah. and they don't even care. Yeah, they, they keep, keep giving it to it. you, and that's where like the groups like the Intrepid Fallen Heroes Fund, they are going in. I don't know if you're, you're familiar with it at all, Marcus and Gabe too. They're going in and they're building separate PTSD and TBI brain injury hospitals next to big hospitals. They just broke ground on one next to Fort Campbell. And what they're doing is where if you come back from being deployed and you go to the VA, here's your pills, we'll talk to you in a year or two. Well, with this Intrepid, these Intrepid facilities that they're building, you come in, hey, I'm having these bad thoughts, I'm having some stuff going on at home. They bring you in. They've got the top of the line CAT scans, brain scans, psychologists, psychiatrists, neuro people, and you're in right then and there. They bring you in and they start working with you. One of the stories they used when we went to a fundraiser with them is the guy in Afghanistan that snapped and killed all the civilians, Afghanis. A year and a half before he got deployed again, he went to the VA and said, I'm having some crazy thoughts. VA is like, all right, we put you down on the list. Well, he ends up getting deployed, snaps while he's over there, and kills a bunch of civilians. Now he's getting court-martialed and probably spend the rest of his life in jail. But that's just going to say... I see what you're saying. And I have a friend of mine that has a job. He has a company called the A-Hero Foundation. He got it started was he was going to take his own life and... uh, his mom called right before he did it, and uh, he went and talked to her. He made an appointment to talk with somebody at the Naval Hospital, and they said, well, we don't have an appointment. We'll have to call you back and let you know when we have an appointment. Right. And that's unacceptable as well. That's, that's insane. That's but, insane. So this song goes along the line? It does. It's called I'm Still Coming Home. It just kind of talks about how, you know, I'm still coming home. It's okay. pretty much in the title. It just, you know, explains what you're feeling like and... 
is the guy that wrote it he's this awesome guy i've got to hang out with him a lot we hit it off he played me this song and i was like man that i gotta get this out there it's gotta be out there so it's just really good okay and it, and it really is being you know being a, a a vet and hearing 
somebody like Marcus sing this song, it really hits home. And if you were there last night at the Ryman, these Vietnam vets, legacy vets, you can see those guys reliving their experiences through this music. And mm-hmm. Marcus is really hitting home with a lot of us, and he's doing a great job. The 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 big thing about this too is the Marine Corps, or the Army, whichever you served in, they teach you to kind of mask your feelings. I know really hard in the Marine Corps. Oh yeah, uh, especially Marine Corps infantry, you, you you're, you're kind of programmed not to feel anything. And so when you start to feel those, you know, PTSD or something like that, you just, some people suck it up and it's, and, and keep going and it's too much for some people. And, uh, yeah, it's a switch. It's, you just yeah. got to flip it on and off. And, and that some people can't control that like other people can. So, uh, this song just kind of talks about it, you know, don't give up on me. It's, I know where I'm at. That's an awesome song, man. Yeah. All right. So now we're going to do a live version of a song and this yeah. one's the one that's a little more edgy, right? It is a little more edgy. Actually, I don't think they're going to play it on mainstream radio because it's so edgy. Oh, we're going to play it over and over uh, then. Yes, over <laughs> and over. Uh, it's pretty much me in a in a song because I don't have a filter at all. So I nice. just tell it like it is, how it is, when I feel like it. So we like it's called it. Thinking Out Loud. Awesome. If it pisses you off, good. Good. Go for it. What good is a ballroom? cigarettes What's wrong with a woman with natural breast In a world full of fake tans and reality stars Still a few of us here that know who we are I don't turn on the TV Just pisses me off Why can't we fence in the borders Legalize pot I'm part of a red, white, and blue-collar crowd With a good old boy habit of thinking out loud Let's stop speaking English Let the guilty ones run Raise all our taxes Take all our guns Get about fun Let's all work till we die While somebody else Enjoys the free ride Don't turn on the TV Just pisses me off Watching the government spend How'd you like left hand on the guitar? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait. He was on the air guitar, man. He was wailing. I was strumming the <laughs> drums. You kicking your leg up. And... That was an awesome song. Thank you very much. Try that to get was... you another one, Rich. She's <laughs> we, already We taken. like the edginess. She's spoken. We're good with what we got. <clears throat> 
<laughs> and when I was filming it, when you were talking about taking away the guns, I was zooming in on the guns on the wall, and then I'd come back out. Yeah, it's going to be good. Oh, I like it. We Start fa- of a music video. I think we started a really good friendship here today. Yes, we did. Roger that. Speaking, hey, speaking of that friendship, uh, one of the things we're going to talk about here, hunting. Yes. Because hunting season is upon us. It is all well, amongst us. Hunting season has already happened for me. Yeah. yeah. A little bit. You know, yeah, I'm a boat yeah. Yeah, I got the freakishly long. Well, you long guys arms. were talking about that excuses parcels that you guys had to hunt on. Was it fifty something? Seventy eight acres. Yeah. Seventy eight. Ninety. How many? Yeah. How, many, how, many how many you got? Thirty five hundred. Thirty five hundred. Thirty five hundred. Thirty five hundred. Yeah, I mean seventy eight hundred acres is what I meant to say. Kind of. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> kind of pales in comparison when you think. Yeah. About it. Yeah. I've I've seen some big ones come off an acre. Yeah. Yeah. You oh, yeah. <laughs> You've seen you some big ones come off an acre. What? What? My head. You've seen some. Oh, I just heard you've seen some head. big ones come off an acre, but I'm gonna. I'll just let that lie. <laughs> you should. <laughs> Everybody take a drink all at the same time. That's right. I was, dead I was tweeting. I was actually tweeting. Uh, I just posted uh, a photo of, of Marcus in action playing the guitar on Twitter. You should all be getting that. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm not much of a tweet. I don't twit. He doesn't even know how my to little say cousin, it. My little cousin is trapped in California. She she graduated. She got accepted to uh, MTSU. Nice. Uh, she's trapped in California. Her name's Zara. She is just about the most country girl you'd ever meet that has been her whole life stuck in Southern California. Oh, Didn't man. with that. So she, I couldn't do that. Southern Cal. So she did choose MTSU. I, know, I remember when you had her come yeah, up here. Yeah, she yeah. she actually uh, she uh, good choice. She, I'm pretty sure she's going to go with MTSU, but she also applied to UT Missouri, uh, Alabama. Nice. So she's. I mean, she's. We like know what four, Marcus is going to tell her to do. Four point. And my wife would tell her to do four point nine students. She I mean, is, is she uh, like a singer or something? No, she's just a, like a professional student. She's one of the smartest girls I've ever known. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, she won't like me like then. She won't like me then. <laughs> so hunting wise. What have you got so far? I actually, I've got two down on the ground since our season opened October 15th, and I haven't found one of them. What? Yep. They both of them, uh, one of them was a really old six point I've been trying to get rid of. Is that one, the uh, one with the flat? The one with the flat. Yeah. Horns. He's degenerating. He's going back down. I don't want him to breed this year with our does, so mm. we, we manage it pretty hard down there uh, as much as we can. People around us that own the property the properties around us they just don't they don't really care if it's brown it's down you yeah. know what i mean and i'm trying to grow big deer right uh and we can get big deer down there because we've killed big deer down there before but if everybody kills everything you know you can't can't you can't have deer like that that's why the last three years uh, i was in the marine corps for four years so i haven't really hunted nobody's hunted that side of the property yeah and that's why we have those deers like the picture i showed you because i mean nobody's hunted it and they've been able to grow and live there you know but right. now i'm home and nine of them that we have pictures of and i'm going to start with one and Work my way back. Nice. What'd you get him with? I got him with a bow. Oh, that's right. And I tell you how it happened. I sat for the whole first week of the season, uh-huh. all day. I came up here to Nashville for uh, for a day, then I drove back down. And I've been sitting there, you know, I was sitting there for five days, hadn't seen a deer, not one. And it was perfect, perfect conditions. The weather was changing. The acorns were falling. You could hear it. It sounded like raindrops where I was sitting in the woods. It was, yeah. it, but it wasn't raining. It was sunny and beautiful outside, but it sounded like it was raining because of all the acorns falling. And uh, we had the six-point came in right, right before dark. Six-point came in and got, I could have spit on him. He was so close to me. Wow. And I was like, okay. Well, I remembered in those pictures that six-point runs with that big eight-point I showed you. Big white rings yeah, around his yeah, eyes. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they came in, and I had a tree marked with my rangefinder at 35 yards. And I was like, you know, 
that's going to be the money shot because that was right next to their trail. The six point got spooked because my stand creaked when I moved, shifted my weight. And I look back and this massive eight point picks up his head and comes over there to where the six point is at 35 yards and they're standing broadside at me at 35 yards, both of them. Uh, But it was just, it was perfect. There's a tree on the right side covering up their heads and it was a tree on the left side covering up their hind ends. All I could get was that one little shot. And I didn't know which one was in the front, which one was in the back. It was right about dark. I said, I'm never going to get this opportunity again. So yeah. I pulled back. I shot, and I tracked blood for 350 yards. No. My guess is he uh, – There's. I came up on a beaver pond. That was the last place uh, I found blood. Went to the water. He went to the water and, and couldn't make it all the way across. And He's down there somewhere. He's down there somewhere. Because I didn't see – the other big factor is I didn't see any vultures when I came back, any mm-hmm. buzzards. Oh, yeah, I bet you he is. Yeah. I had so he's underwater. probably at the bottom of that, that beaver pond, which is, uh, brings me to my next point. Uh, everybody should go kill beavers because now there's a beaver pond on my property that's not uh, supposed to be there. Yeah. I had so. a similar shot. I was playing the Cabela's Big Game Hunter <laughs> at Dave and & Buster's, and there was two of them, and you couldn't see which that was the big one. does not count. Yeah. No? Yeah, no. Okay. Did, did, that's why you're a pizza box. <laughs> the pizza that box might be why. I played a lot of Duck Hunter uh, as a kid on Nintendo. Yeah, and it's just love that game. Duck Hunt was awesome. Love that game, especially once you figured out if you held it in one screen, one place on the screen, it would kill everything. Yeah, and it doesn't work. I never found that out. You never did. I have one at the house. It doesn't work. I'm going home right now. I'll be back in a minute, you guys. (laughs) What kind of you do? Any special stuff that you can tell us on air to get ready? Any special for hunting season? Attractants. Um. Well, those yellow acorns are uh, always a big help before Mm. the season. Just to kind of see what you've got, so you know what you know what, what you've got in there. Some people don't do that. We probably start around July, and we'll put the feeders out and set them for you know four o'clock in the afternoon, and put the camera up just so we can see what our deer population looks like because we're actually part of the Alabama Beautiful Forest uh, and a couple other organizations that help us manage our land. We take the jawbones and turn them into the conservation department because we okay. we usually kill about thirty to forty five deer a year, so we try to manage it as much as possible. Uh, so we have bigger deer when people, you know, come down to hunt, right. we can, we can show them a good time. I tell you, our turkeys are huge, abundant. Jimmy Primos actually came and hunted really? uh, for turkeys. He said, I want to come back and hunt during deer season. And I was like, man, I'd be embarrassed for you to come here and deer hunt. <laughs> <laughs> Seeing what you kill on your show, you yeah. know, it's uh so, but I mean, uh, it's family land. We've had it since 1844 and, uh, we've been there ever since. Wow. And it's just, you know, I love it. I, they're actually about to put a big road right through the middle of it. Four lane beach expressway. Really? Cutting it in half. That's what they did with our farm. It's ridiculous, man. It, it cuts all, it, it, it makes it where you don't have to drive and make two left turns. That's it. That's it. Wow. It literally, it, it's actually longer to go that way than it is to make the two left turns and hit it. I wonder if UPS is involved in that because they only make right turns. <laughs> Could be. So, but we're uh, we're gonna get you guys down there. Yeah, we got a camp know. house. It's a 1935 farmhouse. We got everything you need: hot water, twelve beds. Get rid of the snakes before I come. Yeah, it's uh, they're already gone for right now. Right, you got good. a bed that's 13 feet long. Yeah. You can lay diagonal in one of the beds. Over here. Be all right. yeah. Pull two together. You know what? I actually have this really nice leather recliner that folds yeah. up. It'll feed. Perfect. It's it's it it sucks me into it. So nice. You'll be all right. But I'll take it. They uh, only thing you got to do is bring your own heat. Okay. We don't have heat. The fireplace. Uh no. Wood stove. We have a wood stove, but it's not hooked up yet. Double, you know, uh, double an insulated pipe 
for a wood stove cost $113 for a three-foot section. What? And it just so happens I need about 25 foot of it. What? Yeah. That's $113 for a three-foot section. We need to do a redneck version. So if we got anybody that's we'll in the... let go get some uh, pipe and start... Yeah, in the insulated pipe business. Insulated pipe business that wants to donate to our cause. To the Shady Rest. That's what we call it. The Shady it's in, Rest. It's in a little Contact town called... Sh- it's, it's, it's in Elba, I'll Alabama. Uh-huh. But it's in the Shady Grove community. Uh, so you are Slim Shady. Yes. We all get... <laughs> We all get pretty uh, pretty housed when we go down there and party and hang out. and So we started calling it the Shady Rest. So when we, t- when we say what you know, people, the wives and the girlfriends ask us where we're going, we're Shady Rest, see you later. We got a cool little fire pit. You get him and- to the rescue ranch to benefit. Oh, yeah, that's not a bad idea. I was talking yeah, to Rich yeah. about it. Okay. We have cool. been... I just made a really good friendship. <laughs> we are going to be friends for a very long time, whether you like it or not. And we're going to be eating good. <laughs> yes, we're going to be eating good, too. I got we're going to have a country I can, stalker. I can cook the hell out of some deer meat, make Heck some yeah. roll-ups, deer jerky. Oh, yeah. Actually, a cool jerky. thing. Uh, jerky. Nice. In the seven months I was in Afghanistan, we took five of the deer that we had killed that year. My uncle made jerky for me and my squad, oh, uh, and it was just out of this world. So we ate five deer in seven months. All jerky. That's, That's I don't know protein. if it would have lasted that long with me. Well, I kind of kept most of Man, it. Man, all I got was all I got was those frozen mini pizzas <laughs> and pizza boxes. Remember those yeah. pizza little boxes. frozen mini pizzas? Yeah, terrible. <laughs> I stole a goat. I stole a goat one time and we ate it Did from you? one of the little kids. Uh, we were eating MREs. They were supposed to bring us like a shipment of like real food, you know. And uh, I got one of my buddies. It's a delicacy in Jamaica. Yeah, yeah. Goat a, hell, it's a delicacy. And real quick. Yes. reason I don't pick in Alabama because I play a lot of shows around town. So if I wear an Auburn hat, then oh, yeah, I that. lose half my clientele. Because oh. all the Alabama fans won't pay attention to me. If I wear an Alabama hat, none of the Auburn fans will pay yeah, attention stay to neutral. me. So I stay neutral. But I will say this. I'll stay War Eagle because Gene Chizik and the 2010 National Championship Auburn Tigers football team sent me and my boys while we were in Afghanistan after the National Championship game six boxes of Auburn stuff and food and all that signed awesome. everything. Very Gene Chizik cool. wrote me a letter. It was really, really cool. They stepped up to the plate. I don't know if anybody contacted Alabama. I'm not saying they wouldn't do that. <laughs> I'm just saying that's what I received. And I'm we'll very do. grateful for that. We will hook you up with a talking lead hat. That way you can wear that talking lead hat. I am down. And there we go. There we go. That's sweet. I, by the way, I like your truck. The Which black one? one? The, the Toyota? One? Yeah. You haven't seen mine yet. Hey. I saw yours out there. I saw yours oh, out there, like too. Mine. Okay. I like yours because it's American-made. Yeah. I don't like yours because it's not Toyota. American-made. Yeah. It just looks cool. Yeah. I like yours, too, though. That's what I was talking to you about. Digital camo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Digital camo. And it's a GMC. That's right. I love a GMC. Yukon, baby. I mean, I love a Ford. I miss my F-150. I drive a Ford. I love a Ford. I had an F-150. I loved it. That's what I've got. I love that thing. 2013. Now I got the FJ. I still like Let's do well, it. The hell are uh, Sean's trucks. about to come on and do uh, 45. So now we got Sean coming over here. You've heard Sean in our uh, Gun Shop Diaries episodes. And also he's also helped with uh, a couple of AR issues that I've had, and he's going to help videos. me with the 300. And you're not field. looking as much like Godwin because you're growing your beard out farther now. I'm, I'm trying to change it a little bit for yeah. you. But so, okay. you know, I don't I don't get... Uh, Sean will get the same look twice. And yeah. since it is episode 45, we're going to talk about the round 45 ACP. Maybe even 45 long coat. Coat? Long coat. coat. You can say coat. Got a long coat. coat. <laughs> You're in Tennessee. You can say coat. So uh, you like 45, right? I do. I like. I mean, I like 45 long coat a bunch too. Yeah, because you like the uh, sass. I, I like the old cowboy guns. You're a little sassy. Yeah, you know. And then you got some information you pulled up on it. Just a general. Well, you know, my go-to Wikipedia. 
so the 45 it's ACP, always right. <laughs> it's on the internet, bonjour. Which is 11.43 by 23 millimeter automatic Colt pistol, also known as the 45 Auto by CIP, which do we know what CIP stands for? No. Hold on. Can you wiki that one? Yep. CIP is the Commission International Permanente. Permanente por la Porfar de Arma de Arma. CIP. Are you speaking Spanish? I think it's French, but right. anyway. Uh, or 45 Auto by Sammy is a cartridge designed by John Browning in 1904 for use in this prototype Colt semi-automatic 45 pistol and eventually the M1911 pistol adopted by the United States Army in 1911. 1911. There we go. You have some 1911s. I do. I have a... I got a couple different ones. I got a Kimber that's... Not really a Kimber. It's been completely gutted. So the only part of Kimber is it's a slide in a frame. <laughs> so it has sh- a logo on it. Yeah. yeah. It's a That's Sean now, yeah. right? Well, yeah. And I can't take the credit for doing the work on it. A buddy of mine did it. And he does really good work. So he, he did my 1911. And uh, I got a Springfield long slide, which I like a lot. Six-inch barreled 1911. And... Um, trying to think. Uh, that might be the only two 1911s that I currently own right now. We have 45 on coal. I got several Cimarron's, uh, several Uberties. I got a couple Ruger, Vaqueros, the new ones. And, nice. You know, I, I like the 45 Long Colt a lot. You're tossing around the idea to get in a uh, Thompson, aren't you? Yeah, I mean, I'm currently trying to find a post sample. Yeah, which um, I forgot to bring you that magazine again. Oh, no, that's all right. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to find a post sample so we can rent it here on the range because it's a it's a classic gun. I mean, I I love the Thompson. Now my the the Ruger Alaskan that I want that's in 454 because would that be considered 45? It's, it's just got point zero zero four more. Well, it's 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 forty five caliber. Yeah, you know, and then the Kasul is just a, a longer cartridge. That goes with, boom really it, louder. It does. Any, uh, you know, any uh, pistol cartridge that takes uh, <laughs> small rifle primers <laughs> is uh, it's kind of more of a piffle instead of a pistol. <laughs> piffle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm officially going to start calling them piffles. <laughs> it's a mix between a pistol and a rifle. <laughs> and it makes it awesome because it sounds so dainty when you say piffle, but oh, it's yeah. really not, not yeah. at all. 454 Casul is a, a handful. Oh, yeah. And one thing we wanted to announce, we had the AR-15 beauty pageant back in the spring. And, and we had talked about doing a 1911 1911. So we are in the works of getting that all ironed out and solidified. Yep. and So start sending your pictures in. Of your 1911, decked out however you got it decked out, 45 caliber, no nine mils. We got it. We got to. <laughs> so you're, you're legit. You're you're restricting it to uh, restricting it to a 45 only. I don't know. What do you think? I think we should let the mm-hmm. nine keep in? it pure. Yeah, no, no, I, leave it 45. No. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. agree. So start sending your pictures in, just like you did with the AR-15 beauty pageant of that 45. So can I enter this one? Yeah. I didn't get to enter the last one. You'll win, but you can enter it. You entered like 20 times with your ARs. (laughs) (laughs) I might have to enter that one. I got got a little bit of stuff I'm doing in my 6-inch. We've got some stuff in the works. 1911. We've got some stuff in the works with this one that might be a little bit bigger when it comes for prizes. So... uh, We may have some nice sponsors coming on board. Hint, hint, if you're listening. Or we may not. You know me. I don't care much about... I don't don't care much about prizes. I mean... You just want to win. I just, you know... In it to win it, right? (laughs) Well, you know. You want to say you you have the 1911 that won the 1911 Sure, why not? So start sending those pictures in, talkinglead at gmail.com. Not just any 1911 beauty contest. It's the Talking Lead. 1911 beauty contest. First annual 1911... 
and beauty contest. Does it help with good backgrounds? Hmm. You know, <laughs> we did talk about that with the AR, and nobody did it. Nobody sent any like special background stories. No, 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 no. background, background pictures. Images. You know, oh, images oh, like, like somebody oh, yeah, holding yeah. the gun. Yeah, yeah. Some <laughs> person that might be easy on the eyes holding the gun. <laughs> that that might sway the judges a little bit. Okay, yeah. it could. But see, if you enter, you're not going to be able to judge the contest. Well, that's okay. Okay, all right. Non-biased so if, if you want to sway the judges in some way, shape, or form, maybe it, it could If you happen. want to get a supermodel to show off your 45, that's cool. Well, I mean, you know, there's some other manufacturers that do it, and I think it really shows good taste with it, so yeah. why not? There's <laughs> something to be said for sex sales. Yeah. And it's not... And wins contests. Yeah. You know, we're, we're having the 1911 beauty contest, 45, of course, but 45's not just in 1911s and 45 on Colts. There's Glocks. Oh, absolutely. 45 absolutely. And Smith & Wesson, M&P, XD. M&Ps, XDs. I mean... There's Sig, even some pistol know. carbines that... Absolutely. I mean, 45 ACP is a super popular cartridge. Mm-hmm. I mean, always has the been. High point carbine. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, let's draw a line, okay? <laughs> no, the uh, I, I do not. I mean, high points aren't aren't bad guns. They fire at least once reliably. But okay, okay, okay. <laughs> All right, Sean. Smoking appreciate a little abbreviated forty five yeah. uh, talk, but we wanted to announce the announce the forty five nineteen eleven beauty pageant. So, so yeah. appreciate it, man. I might, I might enter my six inch because I'm fixing a Cerakote. Oh, you, you might enter your six inch. Yeah. Really? Hell yeah. Hey, we were talking about nineteen eleven. Half for anybody. Talking about guns. There you go. Sean talked about the 1911s, which is cool because you were wanting a 1911 as your yes. go-to next gun. So we walked in here today, and I was like, take me out right now. I can oh, give you, some you saw those too. I need to leave. Yeah, they got a big selection. Of I just bought a new guitar yesterday. so The Remington, the Remington R1 is not a bad 1911 at all. I mean, especially if you're, you're looking for your first one, you kind of want to... Because Left Hand wants to sell it. <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah. I'm not getting rid of it because he's got one for sale. I've got yeah. two, and I'm not selling either one of them. But I'll let you shoot them. Yeah. Now back to that six song. Six hours, not bad either. Th- that song you sang, the little yes. edgy one, the yeah. one you did live. Yeah, thinking so out loud. You're saying radio has, has mainstream just it? just had a uh, having conniption. Haven't been it. completely denied yet, but they said it was too racy because it talked about you know the natural boobs and uh, legalizing pot, people taking away your guns, people taking away your guns, and people lazy people, <laughs> lazy people not working wow. while we pay for them to buy booze and. Drugs. So it's not PC. Yeah, it's not politically correct. But you can still buy it. Yes, you can still buy hint, it. And hint. I'm going to play the hell out of it. Hint, hint, wink, wink. And you can hear it on our show. You know what? We may play that as the the going out music, too. I like that. Our extra? Yeah. We'll, we'll instead of our usual cool thing is, outro. It fits me pretty much to a T. Like it's me. You can ask you can ask the guys from LA, but I don't, I don't really hold anything back. Yep. At all, you speak your mind all day, every day. That's good. Which the doctor, the doctor, hit it off. The doctor at the VA actually told me that I was crazy because I stood up for what I believed. Oh, you got yeah. that too? Yeah, I got yeah. that too. She said that's not yeah. that's not politically correct, and I was like, well, who the f- told me I'm supposed to be politically correct? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that's that's I'm not sorry. Hard. When's that ever been a prerequisite for being this a This is human. America. You know what I mean? Like we, <laughs> I was told it's not a normal way of thinking. And uh, here's your medication. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> two bottles. Wow. Two bottles. I, I Don't got, speak your mind. I got two different drugs. kinds. I had four. Keep your opinions Good to Lord. yourself if you're. Yeah, keep your opinions to yourself if you don't want to. You don't want to fall in line. Well, Marcus, thanks for coming on, man. Thank you we guys for having it. me, man. I've enjoyed it. It's been fun. We it's actually been the best radio podcast interview, interview I think of ever. Nice. Been. I like hearing that. But we got to thank our sponsors. I'm glad he said that right before we thank our sponsors, too. That's perfect. We want to thank US Elite Gear, US-EliteGear.com. Go there for any of your kit needs. Hunting stuff, tactical stuff, backpacks, 
jackets, boots, everything, and type in the supplemental code. Supplemental stuff? Yeah. Type in the code talking lead and you'll get a discount there. ICE training, icetraining.us. That's Rob Pincus. And check out all his awesome videos. I mean, he's got any, anything and everything that you can think of uh, gun related. So check that out. And then all his other conglomerates, the, the PDN, go to YouTube, uh, Personal Defense Network. Check those guys out too. Also, All or Nothing Tattoo Studios. That's all or nothing tattoo.com. Hey. I need to go see him. Yeah, you do. <laughs> awesome place. Maybe he can take this thing on my leg and he could turn it into anything. And he can finish something. that thing on your sleeve. Too. Yeah, I got to. I got to get that done. And that's a, actually a memorial for my two buddies that got killed overseas. So oh, I've man. never got to get it finished. Yeah, you need to go down there and take get taken care. I'll show y'all a picture of what I want. Cool. And their gun friendly store strangleholdmerch.com. Holder and Green Professional Real Estate Services HG Press for all your Middle Tennessee real estate needs. Contact those guys at toll free 1-800-615-1840 extension 2222. Buying, selling, any real estate needs you got, give those guys a call. Thanks to Clutch Defense too for putting out a code with the Clay Creamfield Motorsports. If you go to clutchdefense.com and type in talking lead 68 for the race car number 68 and talking lead, of course. I just had a big conversation with Lloyd. He's one of the owners there at uh, Clutch Defense. They're gearing up, getting a lot of stuff in. They've got some uh, ammo, so definitely if you guys are in need of some ammo, give them a call, and they do bulk orders as well. Cool. And thanks to Ergo Grip, too, for helping us out with the Ergo AR Grip, build. helping us out with our uh, 300 AR builds, uh, giving us a lot of the supplies that we needed for that. Also, I'd like to thank, who was the other one? This guy. That guy right there. Well, we were, we were going to skip you since you're probably going to be on the show a lot more now. Yeah. Oh, we'd like to thank the Nashville Armory. <laughs> Nashville Armory yeah, for uh, letting us record here tonight and use of their range. These guys are awesome here. This place is amazing. If you're ever in the Nashville area, come by the Nashville Armory. It's nashvillearmory.com. State-of-the-art uh, facilities, equipment. They're always stocked to the gill with... Tactical rifles, shotguns, precision rifles, handguns. ARs. Yeah. I mean, they've, no, it is, they've it got is a, it. It's a nice place. But if you're not in the Nashville area and you find yourself in the Columbia area, please come by <laughs> Northside Guns and see Gabriel Wren. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you, Gabe, for coming on the show, too. I really don't know what I'm doing here. We'll get you on again. You won't know what you're doing then. Yeah, I never do. That's awesome. And Marcus, tell everybody how they can find your album, your website, outdoormusic.com, right? For the record label? You can go to com. It'll have the links on there. You can go to marcusfox.com. It's M-A-R-K-U-S-F-O-X.com. What are you shooting on the on your page there? You got, you're shooting a That rifle. is a Browning 308 lever action. Nice. Gold trigger series. Very nice. Yeah, that was a gun I took my first deer with. Do you tweet, Instagram, any of that stuff? Uh, I have Facebook, a Twitter account. Uh, I don't do Instagram. Okay. That's a little girly no yeah the gun stuff on there's awesome i didn't realize it about two months ago i've i've uh oh i guess that hasn't come to my my neck of the woods yet yeah right now all the girls i I refuse to use it too and then somebody kept saying you got to get on instagram so i got on there and started networking with with some of the gun people on there i was like oh yeah is that the one where you can send pictures of yourself and they only see it for like three seconds no that would be snapchat oh I don't even know what I that is. I don't know anything that, about that either. That sounds oh, perfect. That is actually saving the, <laughs> all the women from sending bad pictures. 
because they disappear in three seconds. <laughs> but there's not a big, that you would know. There's a big Snapchat. Oh, they go somewhere. Yeah, they go. They I was going to say there's disappear. probably a big Snapchat NSA account. What's on the internet? Always on the internet. Well, you can also find my music on iTunes or CD Baby. Just type in Marcus Fox and my new uh, album that just came out yesterday, November 11th. It's called Thinking Out Loud. Gotcha. It's uh, Veterans Day. Yes, on Veterans Day. It's a good release day. I think yep. it was. I think it was really good. So all you leadheads out there, go to iTunes, download Marcus Fox with a K. With a K. M-A-R-K-U-S. Yeah. Just think Mark, us. Yeah. I think they got it. Fox. You spelt it. <laughs> M-A-R-K-U-S. Marcus. One more time. M-A-R-K-U-S. <laughs> hey, we need to make a song about it. We do. Yeah. That's a good idea. That's yeah. your next project. It's time Marcus we're going. with a K. You're going to have a Marcus with a K so, song for us. Just does this bit. make me a leadhead now? You are a leadhead. Sweet. You are officially a leadhead. <laughs> yes, sir. But uh, even though that... Yesterday was Veterans Day. Never stop whenever you run across a veteran thanking them for their service uh, to our country. Absolutely. Just because it was Veterans Day uh, doesn't mean you stop doing that. Nope. And as always, left hand, keep your loved ones close close and your firearms closer. What good is a ballroom without cigarettes? What's wrong with a woman with natural breasts? In a world full of fake tans and reality stars Still a few of us here that know who we are I don't turn on the TV, it just pisses me off Why can't we pants in the borders and legalize pot? I'm part of a red, white, and blue-collar crowd with a good old boy habit of thinking out loud Let's stop speaking English and let the guilty ones run Raise all our taxes and take all our guns Forget about fun, that's all work till we die while somebody else enjoys the free ride I don't turn on the TV, it just pisses me off Watching the government spend more than we've got I'm part of a red, white, and blue-collar crowd Don't pay me no mind, I'm just thinking out loud Thank you.